Brody's a fan of Joe Rogan. I like Joe Rogan. All right, we're rolling. Welcome to the Entertainers Lang Show. Brody Smith. <laughs> That's my first soundbite. <laughs> Everybody, people who listen to the Eric Andrews Lang Show love Joe Rogan. Am I right? If you, you gotta love it. He has a lot of really, really good guests on, and normally, um, I follow. I ha- I'm subscribed to him, and then I'm also subscribed to. I'm guessing it's his channel as well, but it's like the clips one. Yeah, on YouTube. On YouTube, so he posts up instead of like doing the three hour, four hour long podcast you know he posts up like little small 10 minute bits right right and so like elon musk on the blunt yeah so a lot of times <laughs> i'll watch one of those and if it's like oh wow that was actually really interesting then i'll just go straight podcast right watch the full thing right so uh for those people that don't know the brody smith experience if you will oh man you came up you're an athlete but you're also now a social media entrepreneur yeah I guess that's a good good way of putting it. Your athlete, your 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 key, your your tool for athleticism was a frisbee. Yeah, is a frisbee. Yeah, in you high said s- not as much anymore though today. I heard yeah, you say. so well, so in high school, just to give you a quick background, I don't know yeah. how important it is, but a quick background. High school, I played pretty much everything. Right, um, I did cross country, track and field. I, I did a year of golf and then tennis. Gangster. So kind of bounced around. Before that, I did a lot of basketball, but I didn't get the tall gene until like You're like 6'3", 6'2". I'm 6'5". 6'5". But I was 5'7", my freshman year in high school, and everyone like that was 5'7", in eighth grade, decided to get above six feet. Right, right. So I was I was quickly... <laughs> they flew in late. Yeah, I quickly was like, basketball might not be my sport. Um, so yeah, I, I stuck to all of those, and then uh, cross country my senior year, we kind of got a little bit more involved with ultimate frisbee. Okay, um, and kind of loved it, and then went to. University so wait, they of had ultimate frisbee at your school? No, so it was it was like a club. Yeah. That we had we had this guy called Coach Sparks. He was the <laughs> geography teacher there, and the word on the street was his wife was not only super attractive but also like super wealthy. Okay. So okay. he just taught because he loved it. But he, oh. he like taught and surfed. That was his life. Okay. Um, and this is in uh, Ponte Vedra, Florida. This is in Ponte Vedra, Florida. Nice. Yeah. And uh, he was like, yeah, I'll, I'll, be, I'll be the sponsor for an Ultimate Frisbee Club. Why not? And so once a month, we would just all show up and like 40 people would show up and we'd be like, all right, 20 on 20. Here we go. That's, and so this is uh, like late 90s? This is, no, this is early 2000s. Early 2000s. Yeah, so I graduated high school in 2005. And so Frisbee at the time is, it's popular, but I mean, it does, is it going to get more popular as time goes on? So the way I view Ultimate Frisbee right now and this kind of landscape of it is I think, I think it's kind of grown, obviously, over the couple, last couple years. Um, I think there's a lot of things, unfortunately, that, are happening kind of in the small community, if you will, of the people that kind of can push the sport to kind of keep it small right? Um, and not branch out. If you look at something like CrossFit, for example, CrossFit was a very, very small niche sport right? Um, until someone had a vision and, and got Reebok involved, and then it just blew up. No shit. I right? didn't know that. Yeah. Sorry. Does it bother you when other people curse? It doesn't. I know you don't curse. No, I don't. Okay. It doesn't bother me. Um, Sorry. I, I, no, it's we'll fine. Do, we'll, we'll unpack that later. So, yeah, we can go into that either. My my channel and stuff like that, I try to keep it as family-friendly as possible, right. mainly because my mom, like I, we were talking earlier, my mom's a teacher, and we right. have a lot of her kids watch my stuff. Right. Right? And so... I try to if if I'm gonna post something on my stuff, then I try to you know have a little conversation with them, someone before and be like, hey man, let's just try to keep this as family friendly as possible, yeah. just because 
my mom's got a lot of kids. Let's have a clean so. fight. Yeah, let's have a clean fight. Have fun. <laughs> uh, but no, it doesn't bother me at all. And you know, I don't drink either. But right. oh, you, you don't know, drink? I didn't no, know that. I don't, I don't drink either. You don't? No. Oh, let's go, dude. Fist bump. I think a part of that, though, honestly, is carbonation kills me. Really? Yeah. Have you met anyone like that? Uh, My I mom's mean, I, the same I don't way. Dr- I drink a Coke every once in a while. If it I'm doesn't really burn your busy. throat. I mean, it's not good for me, but. You but know. like to me, it's like painful to drink. No, I don't have that problem. Yeah. So any. No, I'm just of... an alcoholic. Yeah. So oh, if I so drink, you try I to stay away. Okay. You know, if I if I drink, I end up like I I would be in the hangover. We're in Vegas right now. Yeah. And if and if I drink, so I this would is be impressive the... that yeah. you. Well, it's this... been 17 years. Oh, okay. So yeah, you're I'm, solid. It's my life now. Oh, okay. So wait, let's get back into this. But but yeah. CrossFit and Reebok. Let's finish that one. Sure. Yeah. So so for most sports, that's kind of how most sports grow, right? Is once they start having some uh, traction, some momentum, a big sponsor will look at it and be like, hey, I feel like I can kind of make my stamp in this, right? right? And get a little bit. Um, I think skateboarding was probably very similar. Oh, yeah, um, Vans. Vans, Nike, when Nike got involved with skateboarding, yeah. you know, Reebok or Red Bull, excuse me, like they're doing a lot of stuff in that atmosphere. And now it's, a, I mean, people are making mad money. Mad right? money. But Tony Hawk kind of got, got skateboarding out there right right he, he was yeah. the one that kind of made it popular i guess for the younger generation and I, then sponsors came in and then that's when it really blows up a sport because they can put a lot of money behind it and so how can how are you going to relate this to frisbee so what i'm trying to say is one thing we haven't really done is made our sport in a way that a sponsor would want to come in right does that make sense because like, ultimate frisbee for people that don't know is basically takes place on a football field. Yep. It's very similar to American football. Yep, seven on seven. Okay. You throw the Frisbee to your teammate. Once you catch it, you can't run. And it's not televised. It, we have been. We have okay. uh, a couple of our national championship tournaments and stuff have been on like ESPN2. Okay. Um, a lot of it's been on ESPN3. I would fucking love to watch that. It's here's the thing. It's it's exciting when you play it the right way. If that yeah. makes sense, you got to package it the right way yeah, for yeah. it to be exciting. So, but you said today someone came up to you and said, "Hey, uh-huh. you're you're so so." Give people a little bit of backstory, sure, yeah, Brody. Yeah. You and I are out here in Vegas. We're we're, we're in a putting competition. We're grinding. We're <laughs> we've been <laughs> to grinding say all weekend on the strip. Uh, Scratch TV put us together yep. to uh, take part in the major series of putting. And you know, without we 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 may or may not do amazingly. We're in the middle. We've yeah, done well. We're right on the cut. Yeah. For how for how we performed on the first day, we we did really well. Yeah. We 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 picked it up, we 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 bootstrapped it, yep. and we're making lemons out of lemonade or vice versa, whatever you mm-hmm. want to call it. And um, we're filming too at the same time. You gotta that's you hard. gotta take that. I think a lot of people don't realize that. Yeah. Like I don't know if you feel this in the golf world, but I do. For me, one hundred percent if I'm out golfing with a group of people and yeah. we're not filming at all, you play so much better. Yeah. Because you can focus. Yeah. Thinking about, hey, we got to get this B-roll shot. Hey, yeah. we got to do this. Oh, the battery the died. Drone. The dr- it's hard to golf and film. It is. And I think we're experiencing a little bit of that right now yeah. is having to do you know, some of this stuff in between. It's hard to putt and act. That's true. <laughs> that is that. Well, it's hard to act in general. I'm a terrible yeah, I'm actor. I'm not a good actor. That's why you're I have. A, you're a good actor. I, I kind of just play myself. You are. Well, I mean, you know, so does Jason Bateman. You know? you go, oh, he just plays the same. Yeah, self a lot of everywhere. actors do that though. I think Kevin Hart, you know, he okay. just plays himself. He's so, just like ah, so. Ah, ah, ah. 
So myself, so since I haven't gotten any acting gigs, you would say myself is just not. People really, aren't interested in. They're you. not interested in me being. <laughs> yeah, take it, take it very personally. Okay. Um. No, but so what? You know, we're on the seventeenth floor here of a yeah. hotel, yeah, looking dope. out on a great view. Um. But we, we what were golf course is that by the way? That's the, is that wind. the wind. That's the wind. Dude. That is it. Oh. So that's so. Okay, that was not like a that was not a setup segue no, at all. That was not acting. That was legit. Because so, I was like, wait, that's... The reason why Brody's saying it's a setup is because I've been trying to talk uh-huh. him into joining me. Because the win is closed. Mm-hmm. It is closed for business. You cannot play golf there. But I have never played there, and neither has my the gentleman sitting next to me. Yeah. Well, I thought, geez, since there's grass on it, and they're clearly cutting it. Dude, it's also like... Not not gonna lie, five minute walk. That, yeah, no, I mean it's so. Max. If we jumped out the window, we might be able to get get there. Yeah, if you get a little, like if you got a little flappy biceps, <laughs> you could you could gl- you could glide a little bit so, over this building. So I've been trying to talk Brody this whole weekend into sneaking onto the win at night. Dude, I might be definitely on now. I was like on the fence a little bit about it, but yeah. I might definitely be on because that that looks nice. It looks. It's. An, I mean, it was a five or six hundred dollar round. Really? Back back when it was operational. But like I said, I never played it. There's a waterfall. Can you see the waterfall all the way over I was going to say, is that part of the golf That's course? That's part of the course, man. Man. So my thought is, we there's there's I think there's ample opportunity to sneak onto this 90, 100-acre property. Oh, yeah. It's massive. And I can't imagine they're going to have cameras on there or heat-seeking. Why would they have do, any cameras on? Do most golf courses have cameras, None. You think? None. No? But okay. I'm just thinking if it's Vegas and if somewhere deep down inside there's like a – maybe they have the vault under the one of the holes. That oh, that would that'd be, be cool. That would be shocking. That would be sweet. I'm thinking it's like Ocean's Dude, they're 18. Like, they're like doing the um, – I don't know what that's called, but the fairways are like downgrade and upgrade. What is yeah. that called when they're like checkered? They call them black and white. Oh, um – Oh you yeah, see what no, I'm talking that, about over that's there? the stri- I don't know. That's just stripes. That's nice. That's, that's how you know it's a nice course. Yeah, if yeah, you see fair. that, you're like, dang, I'm I on a nice course. I love when they stripe them. Yeah. So anyway, we're we're over here looking at the win, and and there's a small chance that when we end this podcast and the sun goes down, uh-huh. Brody Smith, myself, Colt Nedler, and maybe some other uh, randos cast of characters are going to be are going to take part in a real enactment of Ocean's 18. Golf course style. Which, which is going to be when we break onto the wind <laughs> golf course and hopefully don't get detained again. That's um, awesome. Now, but Wait, the, have you gotten detained before? During not in America. Okay, cool. No, no but right. and, and when it was in Japan, it wasn't for sneaking onto private property. Okay. Now, all and, right, cool. and, I mean, this is all in good form. I, I kind of try to stay away from law enforcement as long as possible. Honestly, I think the truth is, you being the most athletic, you'd probably be the last one caught. <sighs> Three knee surgeries, not as fast as right. it used to be. So, and though the knee surgeries is going to bring us full circle. Look at, it, look at these segues we got. This is really good. <laughs> My first podcast, I'm doing pretty decent. You're nailing it, dude. All right, all right, we, I'll take um, it. We, you're handsome, you're athletic, oh, and boy. you're smart. It's like literally stay. Luckily, you're engaged. Otherwise, I would need to just separate from you anytime oh, a female gosh. was okay. in was in uh, the room. <laughs> <laughs> but no, what I heard today was when we were out. You get recognized a lot. You're obviously very well known from you know social media, YouTube, whatever. Uh, someone said you're Brody. You're the you're the frisbee guy. Yeah, which probably makes you roll your eyes a little bit. Or what? Do you care? No, I I mean you're the frisbee guy. Wait, I'm a rat. Like, oh, Snow, the food's here. Snowball, oh, snowballs, feeling snowballs, dude. That's jumping. like a nice little prance. He's action prancing towards the door. So um, before we take a break to eat the food, I just so, want to button up one thing. Okay, button up. Someone came up to you and said you're yeah. Brody. You're the you're the frisbee guy. Yeah, and you said yeah, not really yeah. anymore. Yeah, so are you saying, like, do I not like? Because, like, you, no. do people come up to you and be like, hey, you're the Adventures of Golf guy? I love when anyone comes like up that? to me unless they ask me for money. Or, well, I don't even mind that so much. It's, okay. it's more if they come up to me and 
I don't, usually I don't mind anyone coming up to me. Yeah, it doesn't bother me either. I think too a lot of a lot of the people that have followed me, I've gotten really really lucky with like the fan base I've created because right. they're all very cool dudes. Yeah, I've seen I've been around other people where you get you know you get the twelve year old fourteen year old girls flying at you trying to get a selfie and then they run away. Yeah, a lot of the people that come up to me have stories. They want to talk to me. They started the high school frisbee team because of my videos. Awesome. Or, you know, you get you get like conversations meaningful, with and I'm sure you get the same thing. Yeah, and that's so much better than someone just running at you and shoving a phone in your face. Yeah, you become like an ATM machine. Yeah, so I don't I don't mind it at all. And you know, you, you even get people. I'm sure you get this too, where people are like, "Oh, hey man, I think I saw you at blah blah, but I didn't want to bother you. It seemed like you and your girlfriend, or you know, my right. fiance now, but you and." Whoever you're with, I didn't want to bother you. And it's like, you just respond like, dude, just come up and say what's up, man. Just say what's up. Yeah, I'm a it's guy. Not, it's not a big deal. That's not so much what my question was. My but question you're just a was, Frisbee guy. My, my question is more about your transition out of Frisbee world. Okay, yeah. That's so, true, right? Yeah, so I, I did Ultimate Frisbee for 10 years. Right. Um, I played professionally for every year I could, basically. Um, and, you know, traveled all around the world competing and teaching and loved it teaching frisbee yeah that's tight yeah i love it like that's one of my favorite things to do and i'll i'll still do that i'll still go to you know wherever i know like the last one was probably in nashville or knoxville i can't remember where i was awesome. but i just tweeted out i was somewhere and someone's like hey my our college team has a practice tonight you want to come out you know so brody smith shows up yeah I show up and i'll run your practice dude that's awesome yeah. dude yeah of course and, and i love that's the part i love the most is just watching kids that fell in love with a sport that I love and then just helping them as much as possible. Right. Because that's one thing. I mean, golf, there's tons of magazines, tons of YouTube videos. Ton I mean, you, everyone, everyone thinks they know the answer to golf, right? It's not like you're having a hard time finding someone to help you. Right. Frisbee, it's really tough. There's a lot of kids out there that are playing on a team where no one really knows what they're supposed to be doing. Right, right. And so anytime I have a chance to come out and kind of help a team, help a player, whatever, I, I'm always there for for them. So, Dude, that's so cool. Yeah. Um, our food just arrived, so okay. we're going to eat lunch. But I do just want to, before we before we take this break and go to a couple ads, and then is we this, come I was going to say, is this a commercial break? It's a quick little commercial break. Nice. Yeah, hopefully. I don't know. The, 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 the ads are dynamically inserted, Brody. Oh, very so cool. what that means is it's painless. Okay. But uh, it's effective. Oh, I like it. <laughs> okay, very nice. <laughs> but uh, now, what it means is, that we'll be right back, but I just want people to know at home is that you know, you've gone from frisbee, and then your transition is now full time golf. Yeah, and and straight grinding, grinding on the golf as much as I can. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking lessons with uh, Cameron McCormick, which is pretty dope. Cameron McCormick, if you don't know, is blank blanks. Yeah, wait, how do people not know who that is? Some that people listen, don't know, bro. I mean, that so, listen to your podcast, they don't know who Cameron McCormick is. Well, here's the thing: is my podcast? Yeah, what is your I, audience? I here? believe that the audience on my podcast is made up of a lot of different types of people. Okay, uh, and I think one of the largest contingents are two. One is people that. Uh, have loved golf for a long time and taken a break and now are finding a renewed sense of love for the game and probably go out and play 12 holes in the afternoon. Maybe don't watch PGA Tour every weekend. Okay. You know, this is not the PGA Tour podcast, right? Yeah. There are, those are other people that do that and they for do sure. it great. Um, and then the other group is people who are just starting to get into golf that have no idea ah. about it. So so I try to make sure that uh, we're only as fast as our slowest member. I like that. And so for those uh, men and women out there listening who don't know who Cameron McCormick is, yeah. um, you know, he's not, he's a, he's a, he's Jordan Spieth's swing coach. Yeah. And so, fuck, sorry. And so, <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's your podcast. You can I, do whatever you want. Well, I just, I don't know. I just want to play at your speed. Yeah, right? okay. You know, I don't know. All right, we'll be right back, everybody. Take care. 
All right, everybody. Got a, got a read here from Ben Hogan Golf. When legendary golfer Ben Hogan founded his equipment brand in 1953, he proclaimed his products would offer, quote, the best performing design, the best feel for contacting the golf ball, and the best eye appeal. Hmm, I like that, eye appeal. Today, 65 years later, the Ben Hogan Golf Equipment Company remains committed to delivering a superior product line. And thanks to a unique factory direct business model, Ben Hogan handcrafted, custom-made forged irons, wedges, hybrids, and utility clubs are available for hundreds of dollars less than golfers would pay for competitive products through traditional retail stores. Backed by risk-free demo and trade-in programs, golfers can enjoy best-in-class golf equipment, including the acclaimed Fort Worth black and white irons, edge irons, or the popular equalizer wedges, all developed and manufactured using Mr. Hogan's proprietary club building process. That's right, tour quality custom Ben Hogan golf clubs for a fraction of what competitive products would cost at retail. Don't pay unnecessary middleman markup. Visit BenHoganGolf.com and use the discount code ERIC for 10% off your order. Visit BenHoganGolf.com and play with the quality and craftsmanship that Ben Hogan Golf Equipment is famous for. That's BenHoganGolf.com, discount code ERIC, E-R-I-K, for 10% off your order. Check them out. Yo, Adidas golf shoes, y'all. I've worn lots of shoes since I started playing golf seven years ago, but I haven't found anything that matches Adidas. It's actually very true. Boost, all capitals, folks, B-O-O-S-D. Boost is the best cushioning in the game, and they test all their shoes so that you get the stability you need for the swing that you want or whatever. Whether it's the Tour 360, which is all around a great shoe, or the Adicross Bounce, that's what I like. Uh, I typically wear, well, I like the Adi Pure, y'all, because they're classy as fuck. And I also like the uh, I like the cross knit boost, y'all. It's an older model, but they look kind of fly. Everyone thinks I'm wearing running shoes on the course, but no, I've got stability and I've got little nubs to keep me in check when I over rotate with the big stick. Um, everything that they make is so versatile and comfortable, but most importantly, they're all built to perform on the course. Visit Adidas.com and click on the golf section or visit your local retailer. <laughs> Maybe just go online, y'all. Who wants to go to a local retailer? Let's face it. To find the pair that's right for you. You can also follow Adidas Golf on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook for all the latest news and releases. Check it out. All right, everybody, get into Clublender. Taking a trip and don't want to lug your clubs? I don't. Clublender's got you covered. Actually, I don't mind because I get free bags, but if you don't get free bags, stop getting fucked. If you like to travel light and get out of the airport fast, next time rent premium clubs from Clublender instead of bringing your own. No one looks cool dragging a bag of clubs through an airport. That's actually very true. I always feel like I have some dead bodies in there. And who wants to pay the airline an extra baggage fee? I would not. I would not do it if I didn't get it for free. They haven't got enough. <laughs> they haven't got enough of your money already. You jicks. Give me my money back. Visit clublender.com. Select the set you want from among Callaway, TaylorMade, Titleist, and PXG. And select your dates. Yeah, I want some dates. Uh, whether the Medjool dates, uh, whatever. Clublender will deliver them in a vessel bag. Oh, that vessel bags are actually pretty chill. The day before you're round to any hotel or course, home or office in California, Utah, Nevada, or Arizona. Did you hear that? California, Utah, Nevada, or Arizona. 
If you want to rent anywhere else in the U.S., give them a call or chat with them online, and they'll try to set you up with clubs. They have lefty and righty, stiff and regular, men's and women's. I don't know. I might just fucking switch it up and go with uh, left-handed, regular flex women's clubs and just see what happens. Better yet, the clubs come with tees, a divot repair tool, a ball marker, and a wet, hot, almond-scented towel. I'm just kidding. It's a regular towel. If you need a range finder, a glove, or balls, they can send them along, too. Jeez, this is a fucking one-stop shop. Prices start at $65 a day for the first day, $20 each additional day, less than most airlines charge for that extra bag. True facts. And there's no waiting around at that oversized baggage area. Yo, that's true. The oversized baggage area sucks. Get ready for the code, y'all. Use Eric Lang as a coupon code at clublender.com to get 10% off your first rental from Club Lender. It's E-R-I-K-L-A-N-G. Eric Lang is the code. Own the experience, not the clubs. Club Lender. All right, that's a pretty good ad. Hey, Sklar Brothers here, Randy and Jason, and we have a couple of podcasts. If you you know them or you don't know them, check them out. We do View from the Cheap Seats, which is sports and comedy, and we have a podcast called Dumb People Town where we break down stupid behavior done by stupid people in this stupid world of ours. It is hilarious. Check them both out. And now, check out this podcast. Ready. All right, we're back. So uh, Brody, is, Brody is currently checking the... Uh Checking the uh, leaderboard, yeah. whether or not we made the cut. So if we made the cut, that means we're going to go back to the major series of putting, and we're going to make some money. In like 45 minutes. 45 minutes. And then what we're going to do is we're going to take that money. We're going to commit to taking that money and doing something very stupid with it. Black. I don't know about black, because that's one bet. It's whatever... Oh, you're not even thinking going one bet. I think we should just go. I think we should just hit the table. So okay, I think we we should just play craps for as long as we can. So here's the thing: if you want to do that, then we are we are looking at having a good time for an extended period of time. I like that. Versus trying to double up. That's 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 the two plays. I'm fine with either. You would put it all on black right away if you're trying to make more money. Yeah, that's the best route. If you're going like if you're going for like. If you're thinking, hey, let's play five hundred dollars of craps and make a lot of money, yeah, yeah. I would say you're stupid. I mean, craps could make. Well, no, yeah, I'm stupid. I am stupid. You're no, right. no, I'm just saying, like, that's yeah. your best bet. Your best bet on making money in Vegas is literally just walking in, putting all of it on black or red, and then letting, wow. letting it fall. I watched someone hit, hit red three times and just double, double, double the other night, and then I lost two hundred bucks on blackjack. Wait, they let it ride each time. Each time. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. I love that. Yeah, you know who it was? It was Rainer. The guy we're working no, it was with. Not. Yeah, it was not. Oh my god! And I was just like, okay, cool. Um, oh. So we're in the elevator on the way up, and uh, you and I were talking a little bit about, um, you know, the world we live in. You uh-huh. work. You your main your your main source of income right now is, uh, you know, social media, social you, media YouTube, yeah. Instagram. Mm-hmm. And you know what's funny is we were we were walking through the lobby of the building, and I was noticing you're on your phone. Yeah. And I was noticing the funny thing where I was like, I was going to say something to you kind of just socially or whatever, like, oh, look at that. And I noticed you on your phone and I try to observe that when I know I'm, I'm assuming you're working because mm-hmm. I have this thing where I'm at home and I tell I've told Colt, I tell anyone that comes in, I say, look, if I'm if I have my feet up and I'm looking at my phone, I'm working. Mm-hmm. I'm not scrolling through Instagram. No. I'm not I'm not liking uh, photos from my aunt. Uh-uh. I'm I'm actually and 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 that kind of interesting new version of work mm-hmm. is an interesting grind and you know we, we were you you shared a little bit about your experience with your mother mm-hmm. and how she it took her a minute to get used to it. Can yeah. you talk a little bit about like working on your phone? Yeah, I mean it's it's definitely uh, it's definitely a new experience for sure. It's one of those things that over time I had to get really good at. and I'm still pretty bad at it, but I'm trying to get better at shutting down. Mm-hmm. 
you know, saying like putting the phone away, like saying, like, I'm not doing anything past eight o'clock work wise. It's hard. It's very difficult. I mean, there was times, especially I mean, now that I'm in a serious relationship and stuff, it's a little bit different. But back when I was single, I mean, there was sometimes you would wake up at eight o'clock and you would be constantly doing something until 10, 11, 12 at night. You're yeah, something in the palm of your fucking hand. Yeah, you're constantly yeah. doing something. So You're making I, me feel so bad about cursing, by the way. No. <laughs> it's, uh, why? why? <laughs> you didn't do anything. It's just me. <laughs> you shouldn't feel bad. No, it's, I don't feel bad. It is, it is what it is. Everyone has You just their live own... that pure lifestyle and I'm over nah, here I mean, like, it, it I'm is like a it teenage is. mutant ninja turtle. <laughs> no, I mean, it is. I, I think everyone has their own way of expressing themselves. And, right. you know, for me, like, I've never felt the need to say. You're right. That's why I feel bad is because I know you're right. Well, I'm not, it's there's not, no it's need not to curse. It's, it's, there's no right. I'm or not going to curse for the rest of the podcast. How's that? I'm just going to really try. Okay. You go. You go. All right. Keep there's, I just want to let everyone know there's no right or wrong, whether you're cursing or not cursing. It's just, you know, I don't I don't think I think there might be some people out there that curse because they feel like they have to. Well, no, like comedians, especially, you some, know, well, sometimes Bill, Bill Burr is who got me into cursing. Oh, really? Because he see, I love Bill Burr, though. Do you? I think he's hilarious. Do, oh, yeah, he is really good. I think he's hilarious. Yeah. Do you listen to his podcast? Uh, sometimes. Yeah. He's one of the people that inspired me to start a podcast. Really? Yeah, just because he's just so he, he, you can tell that like for him, he enjoys it. Mm-hmm. You oh, know he loves I mean? it. Yeah. And Even he's not he just, he's not like. You know, thirty minutes before, like, what am I gonna say today? You, you know, he's literally just like shows up, turns it on, and just starts whatever. Yeah, he's whatever like, comes I'm in out. The this is, yeah, whatever comes yeah. out, that's what you get. Yeah. I, I love. I, I think he's a great dude. It's fun to watch his mind work. Yeah, I think that's what I like. That is cool. Um, okay, so back to uh, before you were in a serious relationship. Uh huh. Yeah, I mean, it, it was really, really easy to spend a lot of time working, and obviously, I think in the social media world too, like especially now because there's so many people trying to do it like you've got to grind to to make it you yeah. know you unless you just get lucky and you post something and a bunch of people follow you but for right now everyone's trying to do it so if you're at home not working there's some there you know hundreds of thousands of people out there doing it yeah you know so um and and I love the work honestly I mean going back to I worked Subway. I worked a job at Subway. Did you really? Yeah, for like four or five years. What was your I favorite sandwich it. to make? Um, Probably one that goes in the oven, right? I kind honestly, I like the uh, you take you you can't even get it. It's not even on the menu. <laughs> that, that's what you learn. You learn when you work there long enough. You learn like different things, and you're like, dang, this is good. So you basically. Take the chicken breast. All right, hang okay. on. If you're just tuning in. Yeah, if you're, okay, bro- sorry. I'm about to break down a dope sandwich for <laughs> if you. If you're just tuning in, Brody Smith is about to drop <laughs> the best sandwich at Subway that's not on the menu. Yeah. Go, go. All right, so you take two chicken breasts, okay, and you put salt and pepper and oregano on them, and okay. you put those in the toaster. Sick. Okay, so you get those little, get get the flavors and stuff. If you like peppers, you can put you can cut up some green peppers and put those on there. Let like the juices that. flow if you're feeling it. Then you take the Italian herb and cheese bread, okay, slightly toasted, okay, okay. Then you throw down pepperoni, okay. Then you take a little bit of marinara from the meatballs. You throw that on top of the pepperoni. Take the chicken breast out of the toaster. Put it on top. Provolone on top of that, (laughs) like lots of provolone, right? Like and some mozzarella, mozzarella. Okay, wow, double cheese. Yeah, double cheese. Throw that into the toaster let that go and then whatever like veggies and stuff i'm not much of a veggie guy no really no not much if you want to put veggies on it you can but other than that dude it's just it melts in your mouth and it's absolutely delicious and so what what who would order this and what would you call it 
or did you just make it? I just made it. You yeah. just came. You were like yeah. literally. You're like, I'm in here. It's dead. Yeah, I'm you just kind of. Yeah, and, you're a creator. Yeah, and a lot of people. Honestly, there's a lot of people in there because the subway we worked at, they you got a free foot long sandwich for every six hours. I think you worked. Oh yeah. Yeah. So you just you would dominate. That's great. And uh, you know, I was I was I was eating like two foot longs every day. <laughs> you're in, you're in college. It's free. It's free food. So you're in college. It's hard to beat. You're at subway. You cracked the subway code. You know yeah. what the best sandwich is on yeah. earth. And then, um, and then you're doing frisbee. Yeah. And then, at what point do you realize, hey, wait a minute, YouTube? Yeah. So it was late one night, actually, uh, where I was just on YouTube looking through ultimate frisbee videos. I wanted to see what they had, and essentially, there was two types of videos. There was the video of the um, stereotypical ultimate frisbee person, pot smoker, long hair, uh, tie dye shirt. You know, that type of dude that you'd see in the park just throwing the Frisbee around. Not necessarily an athlete. Not, no. Right, right. Not someone you look at and go, that guy can run sub five and a 40. More Burning Man. Yeah, exactly. Got it. So you got a lot of those people on there. We all know that stereotypes can mix, but what you're saying is the demographic wasn't you. You you didn't see yourself reflected. Correct. And that's the whole point of YouTube. Correct. It's like you want to show that, you know, I think a lot of people when they first thought of Ultimate Frisbee, they either thought like, where's your dog? (laughs) <laughs> right, because when you say frisbee, you think of frisbee dogs, right? Yeah. Or you think of like, oh, do you smoke weed? Right. Because that's you know, unfortunately, that's a lot of what people did back in the '60s, '70s is through the frisbee around the park and smoke weed. I guess. Right. It's like ultimate hacky sack. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially, right? Which would be cool, actually. Yeah. Which would, would actually that'd be really dope. Snowball doesn't catch a frisbee, so he won't you catch. Could any, be, you he could be. You could be a hacky sack. <laughs> could be a hacky sack dog. Snowball could be a hacky sack. He could. He could. He Maybe when he dies, I'll turn his fur into the into the skin of a hacky sack. I was gonna say because you're already turning his skull into a little <laughs> candy dish. I remember you said that. Kelsey was super disturbed by that comment. I know. By it's, the way, it's not for women. Actually, Kelsey was just like, "Was Whoa. he being real about that?" I mean, you know, it's I was a like, joke. I don't know. Maybe it's a joke. Here he's Maybe. Sitting. He's, he's sitting behind you. He's Maybe. terrified of me. Oh, is he? Um, okay, so so yeah, so, so there was those YouTube. people. Yeah. There was those people, and then there was people that literally had no idea what they're talking about. Right, like teaching the exact opposite of what you should do. Right, and so I was like, man, like, and you were twenty two at the time, or yeah, I'm like just out of college, basically. Okay. Um, and I was like, I wanna, I wanna have something on there to where if you, if you're fifteen, sixteen, you're like, how do you throw a frisbee? For whatever reason, I don't know why you're searching that. But if you were searching that, I want to have a video on there of like. And I had, I got lucky because the school I went to, my freshman year, we had the best player in the country on our team. Right. And then my junior year, we had the best player in the country on my team. Oh wow! So I and our coach, so that was Tim Garrett and Kurt Gibson, and then our coach Curto. I mean, he he's a legend in the in the ultimate frisbee world of coaching. So I had like a lot of really good players in front of me teaching me. So I w- it wasn't just like oh this is what I learned, right? You know this is the whatever. It's like these people are dope and they know what they're doing. Let me share that knowledge to the rest of kind of the world, right? Um, so that's how it started. And it just started. Your first video was essentially how, I think just, how to throw a backhand. That's like so the most, cool. The, like the most basic throw in frisbee. You know, this is very similar to Rick Shields. Yeah. Rick Shields did Similar. his first video was a how to and it was merely to get more lessons at where he taught. It wasn't it wasn't to sense. grow a YouTube business. Yeah. Because as you said, at the time growing a YouTube business wasn't even an option. It wasn't something that people were really doing. No, and you, if you were, they, it was very rare. 
And, um, and I honestly think like the people that are most successful are normally the people that follow something and do something that they're passionate about and love versus going into it going, holy crap, I can make a lot of money on YouTube. Right. Right. Um, the truth is you can't really make a lot of money off YouTube for the 99.9% of people that make YouTube videos do not make a lot of money. No. I mean, I've got to wonder how many YouTube accounts there are. I mean, there was they. So I go to this thing uh, every year for YouTube. Because you you have two million subscribers, so you are yeah. you know in this elite echelon of YouTubers. I'm not even that high up. I used to be in the top thousand with Whoa. like one million. I was in the top thousand channels ever. Wow. Right? ESPN up there, Jimmy Fallon, like all the big boys. <laughs> Hell yeah. Now I don't. I don't even know if I'm in the top ten. Right. With two million. Right. That's how crazy it's grown, but. Um, there's some stat and I'm sure one of your followers probably know it where it's like X amount of hours are uploaded to YouTube every second. Oh, it's, and it's like stupid. It's like an hour a minute. I think it's something crazy. Yeah. Like so much content is being blasted out to YouTube every single second. Right. And it's it's so much garbage to be honest. Yeah. A lot of garbage. And like I said, it's a lot of people that want to try to try to make money, and they're not trying to make a good product. They yeah. just want to try to make money. Well, and, and by the way, I feel I feel cynical when I say a lot of garbage every minute because I don't really feel that way. Mm-hmm. But I do feel, and, and in some sense, you need to make garbage in order to figure out what's good. Correct. You know, um, I think God, there's so many things I want to talk to you about. I mean, you, um, so so at what point do you so you get an email eventually from YouTube and they say, hey, we want to put an ad. Yeah. So on it was my video. first trick shot video. Your first. So you had done so how to videos. So I had done a bunch of how-to videos and blasted those out on Facebook to, like, the Facebook Frisbee page and blasted out to, like, um, we had a thing called RSD, which is Rec Sports Disc. Okay. And that was, like, the forum that everyone would, like, put, you know, you know, tournament details or whatever, right? This is like 2005? This is like 2005, 2006. So this is like... 2007. This is like, like you don't range. have an iPhone. You no, I had, a go, an I had a Go phone. You might have an iPod. Maybe. Yeah, you you might have an iPod. You're the brick like, iPod. What was the like the the nan not the nano, but like the one where it's like oh. had sixty songs. Okay, you had the yeah, the, the nano. Whatever like the, the super, micro. Yeah, the mic whatever they called it Steve back then. Steve Jobs was still alive. He was still alive. He was still Everything yeah. was great. This is like two thousand six. Right. You know, this is like Tebow's about to come to Florida and dominate. And at this point, is Brody Smith a well known person in your in your industry? In Ultimate Frisbee? Slowly, so people come to be like, "Yeah." My sophomore year, I made a huge jump. So freshman year, like the top teams and stuff knew who I was because we we went forty nine and one that year and won the national championship. Okay, and I was a start. Whoa, and I was a starter on the offense. Forty nine and one. How many teams were going with that kind of record? No, I mean the next best might have been like five or six losses. Whoa. Yeah, we we did, and we lost fifteen to fourteen. Our only loss. We should have won that. You game. guys must have been a really tight team. Yeah, we were solid. We That's were really, awesome. and that that made me even like go nuts into ultimate frisbee even more, being a part of that team because yeah. I was just like, holy crap, let's do this again. So team of seven, how many bench warmers you got? We had a lot. Okay. So the crazy injuries, I imagine. So the crazy thing too is we had when we when I came in freshman year was like a huge change, not because of me, but because of the captains. They said we're not going to go because a lot of ultimate frisbee tournaments were party. Like people would party Saturday night. There are two days tournament: Saturday, Sunday. Saturday was like kind of placements, uh-huh. like to figure out where you're seated. And then Sunday was like a bracket format, essentially, right? Oh, that's so unusual. And teams would go out on Saturday night and party, <laughs> get wasted, be hung over on Sunday, and play on Sunday. Not Brody's team. 
Well, I mean, not because of me, but a lot of the captains were like, yo, this year we're not going to be doing that. We're not going to be partying. We're going to have a coach. We're going to be doing track workouts, which was unprecedented at the time. Like, no one ran track workouts Whoa. in Ultimate Frisbee. So you guys are ahead of the curve as far as the demographic changing. For Florida, yeah. Florida yeah. was a huge, huge kind of pioneer in the uh, let's take this super serious and take it to the next level, I would I say. Love that. Yeah, and so we actually ended up having like seven starters from the previous year be like, yo, I don't want to do this. I'm out. Really? So seven, yeah, out of the 14 starters, <laughs> seven guys were like, I'm out. We're going to play on the B team. So you'd have the A team, they didn't which care is varsity. About winning. They want to have fun. They want to go, right. and that's fine. Which is fine, yeah. It's fine, and that's that's one thing I've always been like a huge advocate for is like every sport. If you think about basketball right now, right? Yeah. If you wanted to play basketball, there's so many different ways that you could play basketball. You could go and play pickup somewhere. Right. You could join a league, which might be a little more serious. You could try to make like an AAU team, or you could try to make a traveling team, which would be more serious. You could really, right. really try to play like overseas if you want to be more. Right. You know, you could play in the NBA if you really want, if you're good. Obviously, a lot of this has to be on <laughs> skill, but like you could play barefoot basketball all the way up to where you're, sure. you're LeBron James. Right. Frisbee is one of those things where I still like think we could do a better job of splitting it. Oh, of having different levels of play because there's been teams where I've played on where people are like, I'm just here to have fun. And it's like, you know what? Like me too, but I want to win. Yeah. You know? So like you going out to the party and having fun and drinking and stuff, I get it. You want to have fun, but like you're kind of screwing me up because it's like, yo, I'm like on the track on Monday morning, busting my butt yeah. to try to help this team win. And you're like doing that. Yeah, you want to compete. It's yeah, a, it's a, you're playing a slightly different version of the same game. And exactly, and you want everyone to be on that same yeah. playing field. Well, and they have it with golf. Yep. And and golf has it. We, you know what? Time out. Um, Colt, are you following the leaderboard of this putting competition? And perhaps are we about to make the cut and go make money? Let's, let's see where we're at. I don't want to get carried away do, with. Do we need to do a quick update? Wonderful skis? conversation. Let's yeah. see here. Up overall. Brody's online. I'm always online, man. Brody online. All right, we're tied for 16th. That's still good. We're T16. We've only dropped one spot. We only dropped one spot. Um, 30 spots today. Yeah, we moved 30 spots. There's to someone at today. minus. There's someone at minus 14. There's two teams at minus 14 that are probably gonna get to 15. We're there's one at, at minus, minus 13, but they're almost done. Another at minus 13, they're almost done. Well, it looks like we're making the cut. We might be making it. We'll 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 uh, keep an eyeball. You know on what this. I can't wait to do? I can't wait to get out there and grind one last round. Dude, just one. Give us like a little five minute, uh, like, hey, let's check the score. Cause yeah, because what we, would we, be our, we might get deep in this. We might get deep, and the thing is, we're gonna be at the bottom, so we're gonna be teeing off first. What you I mean, might want to you might want to text Andrew Colt. Yeah, do we have a little him. text key to be like, yo? They just Minus eighteen? I don't know if that's accurate. Not for my. Not no, I think he I'm means T eighteen. I don't know if he understands. What is he saying? All right, enough of All this. Right. Enough of this sidetracking. Yeah, sorry guys. Um, so uh, you know, whatever. You 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 launch a trick shot video. Fast yeah. forward. You launch a trick shot video after how many videos are on YouTube? So I, I probably did like five or six like tutorial videos okay. that all got like five thousand views, and I was going nuts, which was great. Yeah, I was going absolutely Huge nuts. For I was like, Brody. holy crap! Like five thousand <laughs> people are watching this. My goodness. Right, right. And then I upload this uh, trick shot video, which was actually kind of an idea of some of the guys on my team. Now, is this because trick shots have overtaken the internet, social media in any sport? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Where is this? Where is this on that timeline? This is like Johnny Football, 
This is like uh, Dude Perfect just starting to like scratch the surface. Oh, dude. This is like really, really early on where people are still like up in the air on how they feel about trick shots. <laughs> really? Um, people weren't always into it? They were, it was still like one of those things that was new that people I think were still trying to get like comfortable with. Right, right. And um, as far as like an entertainment kind of thing, because there was still like the very like, you know, this is fake. Or oh. this is, you know, not real. There were haters. Yeah, you know, and so. But Brody can't see the haters because he's 6'5". So no, he's... I, I see them every once in a while. <laughs> so I posted my, so someone was like, yo, dude, let's, and I was still living close to campus. They're like, hey, let's just like film, you know, some trick shots. And I was like, all right, all right, let's do it. So for like a week straight, I would get off of work uh, around like five o'clock. And then we'd film for like an hour and a half before it got dark. And we did it for like four or five days and we compiled enough shots to be like, yeah, I think we can post a video. Threw it up on YouTube. It got on some random like, uh, this was back like, I don't know if you remember like when Yahoo was like massive. Oh, yeah. And like people, if you got on like the Yahoo homepage, right. you blew up. Right. So I didn't get on US Yahoo homepage. I got on like if you were in Asia, Whoa. Yahoo homepage. That's interesting. And so we hit it hit like four hundred thousand views in the first week. When and you I were like, what? When like my other views, my other videos were like five. Right. So I'm just like, what is going on right now? So I get an email from YouTube being like, hey, we want to throw ads on your video. And I was like, wait, I can make money off of this. And then that's kind of just spiraled to me, just being like, heck, okay. And so after that summer, I think I made the decision. Uh, to stay because I was going to go back up to Maine. I, I worked at a. I've worked at summer camps like my whole life. I no love way. Sum, yeah, I love summer camps. Like, like, like a counselor. Yeah, so I was at YMCA counselor for like six years, and then I went up to Maine at this like you know, if you got money, you send your kid to this camp. <laughs> right. You right, know, right, right. These right. kids are like on horsebacks, and you know they they're on a brand new boat. Amazing. Know, all that stuff, right? So I went up there and taught tennis, which was awesome. A summer, and I was planning on going back the next summer. But YouTube started like happening, right? Right. And I was like, I don't know if I can go take three months off Aww. of doing this summer camp. That makes me sad to think about that. And so I was trying to work it out with the camp to be like, right. hey, can I still like kind of film videos on my off time so I can still post? Yada yada yada. It didn't work out. Aww. And so I was I feel like, like you would have been a great counselor. So I was like, you know what? I'm I'm gonna have to do this YouTube thing and just see what happens. And Good so for you. I I that's when I kind of made the decision to go full time and was uh, built, you know, bill by bill, or how do people say it? When brick you're, by brick? No, no, no. When you're like barely making it, you're just like barely paying your bills. Oh, month uh, by month. hand month to by mouth? month, month by month. Whatever, the, whatever the saying is, that's what I was. Where like <laughs> you were my, so poor, you don't even know what the saying was. Yeah, like my, yeah, like my buddy <laughs> would go to McDonald's and bring me back a double cheese for dinner, and right. I'd be like, dude, thanks so much, man. Right. Like I was, I was not making enough money to like really pay my bills, but I loved what I was doing, and I thought I had a potential of one day like doing something great. And you saw something, yeah. You saw a glimpse of something, and you're like, "Wait a minute, I could crush." Yeah. Um. And did anyone help you along the way? Like, did you oh, have any tons. mentors that are like? Did anyone give you any significant advice or help or a hand? Yeah, YouTube's weird now. Like YouTube back in the day, like everyone viewed each other as like a part of a team, if that makes sense. Yeah, sure. Right? Because it was such a smaller group. 
And so you would you would reach out to someone. They'd be like, heck yeah, let's do a video, or heck yeah, this is how you do this, or whatever. And now it was it's like, like a collaboration, wasn't like a corporate engineer correct. thing. Where now it's like you hit up someone and you're like, hey, you want to do a video? And they're like, oh, you only have a million subscribers? <laughs> no, I'm not doing a video with you. Like, get away from me, peasant. Like, ouch, ouch. Yeah, where I've always been, I've always been like, if you have talent, if you're cool. I'll do a video with you even if you have a thousand subscribers, yeah. fifty. I don't care. Well, and this brings me to the point of how we first actually met uh, digitally. You mm-hmm. put out a tweet. Mm-hmm. I'm never on Twitter, so I didn't. Re- I didn't really see it. Yeah. But you said, "Who should I collab with?" Heck yeah. Someone tagged me. Mm-hmm. I checked into Twitter like a week later, and I was like, "Oh, who's who's this guy, Brody?" Yeah. And we actually went back and forth a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And you know, f- I don't know. For me, I always when you're not in the same place, it's hard to schedule something. So oh, I'm just like, 100%. hit me up if you're here. I'm the same way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's one of those things where I'm starting to do a little bit better job of like, especially with the golf situation, how like I just love it and I want to play different courses all over the place, which I'm sure you're the same way. Yes. Of where it's like, all right, I'm going to fly here and film this video and do it with this person. You know, where like back in the day, it was kind of like, like you were saying like, yo, yeah. hit me up if you're in my area. Yeah. Um, where now I'm, I'm a little bit more eager to be like, yeah, let's, let's freaking go to this place and, and do this and film this and whatever. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. It's, it's always nice when you find those people. I have a lot of people on social media that I absolutely love good yeah. friends with and like just people that you can just hit up with, hit up and be like, yo, I have a question about this. And they're like, yeah, no worries. And then there's a lot of people though, that they just view you as competition and uh-huh. they, just, they just, I don't know. It's a weird, it's a weird vibe. Even in just a few days, we spent the weekend together, right? Uh-huh. Mostly working, but even just in little bits and bops, like, you know, Rick Shields is very helpful to me when I spent time with him over the summer at a time when I didn't even know that I was going to be really, to, to to some extent, even making my own videos or trying to use YouTube. Yeah, because at a that platform. time you were strictly like in every other like other people's videos, right? Yeah, well, and I would do adventures in golf for someone else's YouTube your channel. Host, your host for someone yeah. else's stuff. Well, I would produce adventures in golf and create it. It was my idea, but. It didn't it live would, on your Yeah. Platform. I had no I had no um I got a car but no car wash. Is that a that's yeah. not a good analogy. No, it makes sense though. Not, kinda, I know what you're trying to say. Now I've got a car wash. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's nice. And it's a <laughs> it's nice. It's a nice car wash. But even even this weekend it's been really cool to talk with you about that cuz I mean it's it, I don't see this competition like like it's just like we're both um kind of interested in the same things. Yeah. That's and, all it and is. And the thing is is if you really think about it like business-wise YouTube's a little bit different than, let's say, Apple versus Motorola or Apple versus, I guess, Android. Is Android a company or is that just uh, a type of phone? I think Android is kind of like a generic name Samsung. for a group. Yeah, Samsung. Samsung versus Apple, yeah. right? That, those are two people that don't like each other, mm. right? They're not going to be playing together at the park. Right. Where I view YouTube where it's like you might be at the park doing something and I'm doing the same thing and we're bringing people together right? and they're like, oh, I really like what this guy's doing. And then they come over and they see me because they're like, oh, they kind of do the same thing. They might like me as well. Right. Right. And so it's like, that's how I view YouTube is it's like, it's not a competition. It's like if someone's doing something, the golf, right? Golf's not really that big on social media. Not really. To be fair, I did a video with the Brian bros. I don't know if you've done anything with them, but I did a video with them like two years ago. Oh, okay. And I thought it was a great video. It was like a dope golf trick shot video. In the sense of like how my Frisbee videos did, it did terrible as far as like reach went. And even talking with like the dudes, because um, uh, do perfect good friends with them, talking with them, like everyone kind of knows like golf, like back in the day, like golf was kind of like not good on YouTube. You Whoa. post anything golf, it didn't do that well. Good night. 
Um, and so I Dude think Perfect did a very well known golf video, or it was a golf inclusive. Well, they started doing uh, it was all that, sports golf. It was the all sports golf, yeah. right? Um, which is kind of a little bit different than an actual like golf golf video. But there's so many other people starting to do more golf content on YouTube in yeah. a way that's entertaining. Yeah. And to Thank me, you. yeah. <laughs> and to me, it's like it's like you're getting people into that and then they might see the video that you collaborated with or right. whatever it might be. And then they might be at the end of the day, people are going to watch your stuff if it's entertaining and if they like who yeah. you are. Well, it's funny because you bring up the Rick Shields thing and, and some people have commented on the fact that, you know, Rick Shields and I, I, I invited Rick Shields to Isle of Man. I was going, I said, Rick, you should come to Isle of Man and we should hang. I'd like to make a video with you. I wasn't thinking about it. I, I, all I really want to do is do a podcast with him. And I wanted to do a quick video of like, who is this guy? Yeah. We had met, at Augusta briefly. Okay. And um, he shows up and he's got these guys with him with a camera crew. And I was like, oh shit, Shields is shooting this is video. Like legit. And I was like, this is cool. Okay. And so what's funny is like we both made videos that at are completely the same different. Place, at the same time. Yeah. And I, there was yeah. no biting of the story. There was no uh, pizza not split evenly. <laughs> and it was funny because people commenting now, now that the now that I released my first video of Rick, mm -hmm. people are saying, oh, it's so cool to see two different versions of the same thing. Yeah. And that's really, and YouTube and, is a great author place. Yeah. And I've also, I've also done videos with people where we literally post the same video. Well, I saw that with Golfholics. Right? I was going to ask you about yeah. that. Yeah. So we did, so... The the thing golf that, has been on the pod and we went yeah. we played golf together at Wilson. So the way we the way we did it is we did like a one a one uh, one on the first part was on their channel, right. second part was on my channel, third Whoa. part was on their channel. That's interesting. So that's kind of a good way of like you know if you want to come watch the third part you know part or if if let's say you follow me right. right and you don't know who the golf holics are right you see part two you're probably gonna think like where's part one. Especially if you like the video, <laughs> yeah. right? Like, where's part one? Yeah. So it's a good way of That's bouncing valid, people over. Right. Um, but, I like that. but I've also done stuff where we literally post the same exact video. Whoa. And and the reason for that Mind is just, you kind of just want the, you know, for certain videos, it makes sense. Right. And, and I think maybe YouTube's a little bit different now, but you always want, I, I always think it's a good idea if you're going to do a collaboration with someone to do, like you said, a video on each channel. Right, right. Right. And, and just do and different videos. Do different videos and, and you have and it shows off like the flair. And also it's like if I if I really like you, for example, right? And um You want to see my version of you. If you collaborate your version of Yeah. Me. And if you collaborate with someone and yeah. I go to their channel and it's all them. Right. But I'm a fan of you, it's it might be tougher for me to subscribe or follow that person. Where if you have a video with that guy yes. and that's the first video up I'm going to watch it, and I have like, oh, man, okay, this guy's actually really legit. I'm and it's a bit more authentic it. that way. Yeah. So real quick, let's switch gears. Well, I still want to talk about social media and stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> where's the leaderboard at? Yeah, it was a was looking Major series of putting T18, is really – we're, we're now T18. We're sliding, but we're not out. T19 now. T19. Ooh. That's – but by the way, all we need to do is stay T20. And these rounds are almost done. Yeah, I mean this guy. This there's someone that's minus thirteen with three holes left. Okay, this is getting intense, guys. Minus, uh, yeah, it's gonna be tough. This is it's getting gonna be tough. tough. We're gonna need to jump in a chopper to get there on time. It's gonna be tough. By the way, all right, but it's possible. It's still actually possible. It's still possible. It's actually sneaky possible. Um, real quick, so yeah. uh, so social media. Is yeah. it, how do you do? Well, no, you know what? Fuck it. We we kind of went into that. I was going to talk about addiction. How, how is social media addictive? But okay. I mean, I think you kind of answered that. Yeah, I mean, I think here's the thing. As soon as I retire, right? 
which is not anytime soon. Mm. But as soon as I'm like, I'm done doing uh, all the stuff that I'm doing right now, and I'm just living my life, raising my kids, right? Um, I'm I'm gonna probably not be on social media. You're just gonna dump all. it. You're gonna dump Instagram. I I probably won't like delete it, but I'm not gonna be on it. Are you going to a farm with a bunch of dogs? Uh, I don't think Kelsey would be down for that. <laughs> Um, but no, what I'm saying is like, there's like, what you're saying is like, when you see us on the phone, we're working. Yeah. Right. Where I think there are a lot of people though, that like come home at night and they just sit on Facebook it's tough. or YouTube or what, whatever they are. And they're just, they're just consuming yeah. constantly. Um, and you can get in that trap. It's easy. Do you think this is great? Cause it takes me to the next subject is your, your newfound love with golf. Do you think to some extent, uh, golf kind of, um, like so, so when I'm not on the phone, one of the things my favorite things to do is literally just sit and do nothing. Yeah. Like like when it rains in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. I put everything Which down. Is super rare. It's super rare, but I think it's so beautiful. And I just look out the window, mm. and I just love watching the rain come down. Okay. I don't know what, and it's just so peaceful to me. And I like, you know, I've got this new thing on the phone, the Screen Time app, mm-hmm. and I try to turn off the phone at like eight or nine or nice. something, and just and just like give myself two hours of no phone. Mm-hmm. So is golf? Does golf sort of satisfy that for you? Is that kind of one of the reasons why golf is in your life, or is it more like this is is it is it kind of both? Because for me, it's a business thing as well. Yeah, I think I think it's a mixture of the two. I mean, um, I love every golf course is a little bit different, and you're like out in nature the entire time, right? Most, I mean, obviously you're going to play some golf courses that aren't maybe as nice as others, and you're like in apartment complexes and stuff like that, but. A lot of golf courses, like I just played up in Galloway, up in I think Jersey, Atlantic City, up in that area. Yeah. And you're like right on the waterway. Uh, you're just like deep in this like forest, and you know there's bob. Not I don't know if there was bobcats. That was a different course, but there's like nature all around you, basically, right. and you kind of can get lost in it. Um, one of my favorite things doing growing up is every Thanksgiving we went to the very beginning of the Appalachian Trail. Um, it was, it was the Apple, it was, uh, it was, in called, Georgia. it was a hike in. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was the very beginning. You would park your car and you have to hike in five miles to get to this spot and whatever you bring in, you have to take out with you. Right. So we are, you know, you're bringing like one pair of clothes, you know, an extra pair of clothes and maybe a book or something like that. No, you don't have any service. There's no electronics, nothing like that. And you, you just hang out this place for like three nights and there's nothing like there. They have nothing, right? There's, there's just books, puzzles, um, I think they have horseshoe out, out in, in the back, but it's like you just are talking to hikers that are starting the trail or just uh, just ended. You're talking to other families, just spending time, you know, getting to know other people, and you have like no electronics. Right. And it's like it's like the best. That's awesome. It's so good for your brain and like just your body, and like you leave that place and you're just like you feel so. I don't know. You just get so much better sleep. Yeah. I think a lot of people leave their phone on at night. Uh. And it's like, I know when I sometimes forget to turn my phone off before I fall asleep, like you have this weird sense of like, is someone going to call me? Is someone going to text yeah. me? Yeah. Did someone tweet something that I should know and like tweet out? Right. Like luckily, I think you're the same way. We're not the type of social media people that we have to know what's going on right. to stay like, that's not our business, right? Yeah. So I don't know how those people operate. It's a lot. Where if something breaks at like 10 o'clock, they need to like tweet about it. No, or, news is tough. Yeah. Those type of people, I don't know how they do it. So, you know, we talked a little bit about, to go back to like golf, like, you know, the experience of playing golf. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Ch- check on the. We're still T19, man. T19. We're still in it. Dang, man. That is close. We are still in it. 
And this team's minus 14 on 17, so they're not going to pass us. They, they could tie us. That's it. They, it was just fine. This one team's minus 14 on through seven. They'll probably pass us. Dude, we might we might be in the clear. Major series of putting, just to give you a quick overview of what, yeah, the, yeah, what give, it is. Give a little breakdown. 18 holes of uh, putting on a practice green at Legacy Golf Course. The longest hole is like 40 feet. Um, some of them are as small as 10. And, um, you know, but there's tricky. There's all a little break there. There's grain the the green speed is changing as the day yeah. gets hotter, as the grass grows. It's, very, it's, very it's really unusual. tricky. And you got, I mean, it's really weird too. Cause you, you're playing with people all around you all around. And so you're always in someone's line or in someone's shadow. Yeah. You're wearing like, sneakers. Yeah. It's, you're wearing sneakers. I kind of almost thought about bringing a glove. Cause I always putt with a glove in my back pocket. Oh, you're a guy that puts with a glove on. No, 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 no. Oh, in your back pocket. Yeah. For the balance. Well, I I was just thinking like it's like mentally like I always have that little glove back. It's impressive. There, you know, if yeah. I ever get good enough at golf, you know, you might have the uh what do you have? The uh, what do they call that? I don't with, know. With all the with all the uh Oh, the scorecard? Scorecard holder? No, but the if you're actually really really good at golf, it's not a scorecard because you actually have like all the yardage info. book. Yardage book. Gangster. Yeah, that's when you know you're good. So I love that you just started golf and you're getting really serious about it. I guess I was wondering, you know, one of my first questions I asked people when I first got into golf seven, eight years ago for Mm -hmm. myself was because I found golf to be quite a spiritual game early Mm -hmm. on. And I found um, meditation to be a big part of the game for me. And and then one of the first experiences I ever had with professional golfers was on the Champions Tour. Mm -hmm. And so I think I already told you this story yesterday. We were talking about it. But for the people who weren't with Brody and I yesterday when we were totally alone, uh, <laughs> I was telling you about how I went down to the Champions Tour and I started asking these professional golfers, you know, older gentlemen, um, if they thought golf was a spiritual game. And I went and I spoke with Bernard Langer, Tom Lehman, Nick Price, um, and, a, and, a, and a big handful of really nice guys. And, and well, the, the most direct answer was Bernard Langer. And Bernard Langer said to me, yeah, absolutely, it's a spiritual game, and I actually found myself performing a lot better once I stopped playing for myself and started playing for Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I was like, whoa, that's really interesting. Tell mm-hmm. me more. So we talked for a while, and then I started talking to a guy named Tom Randall. I don't know if you've heard of this guy. Mm-mm. He was caddying for somebody else uh, whose caddy had just passed away. It was a sad story. Um, but anyway, Tom and I became good friends, and um, I didn't know anything. But he did. He said, "He said, look, what are you doing tonight?" And I was like, "I don't know. It was Friday night. I was going to hang." And he's like, "Come by the hotel, meet us in the Eisenhower lobby in the in the Eisenhower room, and we're going to have a prayer group. Hmm. And uh, you're welcome to join. Don't bring your camera." Yeah. And so I went, and it was basically church on a Friday night, mm-hmm. and everybody was in there. Bernard Langer, like I said, uh, Tom Kite, um, Tom Lehman. You know, just, just, I mean, and I can't remember, but I mean, this was very, Tons of people. this was my first shoot for the movie Be the Ball that is not out yet that a lot of people would ask about. Where, where can I see Be the Ball? You can't see it um, unless I'll send you a link, but oh, no nice. one else can see it. <laughs> no okay. one else can see it. Oh, okay. But it gets you excited to play golf on a competitive level. It's all, all these pro golfers use meditation. Anyway, mm-hmm. you're a Christian. Mm-hmm. That's where you spend a lot of your, um, you know, time on Sundays, I'm assuming, mm-hmm. or Friday night. I don't know. What do yeah. you do? Well, we have we have a thing on Tuesdays as well. Tuesdays, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was just trying to get at if you experience golf in a spiritual way, being uh, you know a person of your faith. How do you do you yeah, have, I mean, do you see I a think, connection? Yeah, I mean, I think if you have a faith, like everything you do should be spiritual in a Whoa. way, right? Um, and I think when you kind of, I you know, being a Christian, it's it it really is one of those things like. Uh, Bernard said, like, it's, it's, you're no longer doing things for yourself. You're doing things for a higher power. 
right? And when you take that mindset, when you kind of change that, it really makes it to where, man, life becomes so much easier. It really does because, um, you know, as humans, we all have our faults and we have, you know, we all are going to sin and and make mistakes. And when you're constantly like trying to be perfect, when we're not a perfect species, it's going to be tough and you're going to, you know, hit run into a lot of roadblocks. Right. And when you kind of open up and free your mind and be like, Hey, I'm going to make a mistake, but I have, you know, a savior that loves me. And no matter what I do, um, you know, he's going to love me. I mean, that's, it's, it's almost, it's almost like if you, you know, for people that don't have a faith, it's, it's similar to like the love that you get from your parents. Sure. Right. Yeah. It's very, it's, it's the same kind of concept of where, you know, when you do bad in school or you make a mistake, like what's the best thing to do? It's come home to your family and then tell you it's going to be okay. Right. You know? And so when you go out into that big world and your parents really might not be there anymore, it gets really hard if you're constantly just trying to be perfect and do everything yourself. Does this you you had mentioned a little bit to go more personal? Does this have anything to do with how you grew up? Uh, you you said you had a sort of yeah, a, so, I unusual mean, upbringing. Yeah, so well, I grew up. It was a, it was you know not not probably the ideal situation for a kid. You know, my mom and dad got divorced at a very very young age. I actually have no memory of my mom and dad being together. Well. Yeah. Have you had, have you, do you communicate with your father? Yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, my mom got remarried and, um, they got divorced, I think my freshman year in high school. Okay. Um, and had to kind of go through that situation and that, that wasn't a good divorce. The first one, I don't really know. Right. You know, cause I was literally so young. The second one, I was old enough to know it wasn't good. Um, and having to see that, um, and I was raised, uh, we kind of bounced around a lot of churches, honestly. We did. We went to a Presbyterian church for a little bit, Episcopal church, um, and then kind of ended up in a Catholic church. Mm. And then it wasn't with, it wasn't until, and I think this is for everyone, you kind of have to find your own way, yeah. right? You can't just have someone tell you like, hey, this is, this is how it is. And, you know, you'd be like, oh, yeah, okay, I believe that. I'm going to go to church. Like, everyone has to find their own way. And it wasn't until really when I went to college that I actually kind of found that. Right. Right. When I kind of hit rock bottom by myself, that's when I was like, holy crap. Like, there's got to be something bigger than just me, you know? I think that's a Um, common experience around that age. Yeah. For a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Right. Is you're just like, uh, this is not working. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was inclu- it included drugs, you mm-hmm. know, and stuff, and and that's kind of why I don't drink. But um, yeah, it's interesting. It's yeah, interesting. You, you kind of have a choice, right? Everyone has a choice at like a certain moment in their life to be like, I want to go this path, mm. or I want to take this path. Yeah, you know, and I think that's really pivotal to hopefully take the better path. And because I think if you do choose the better path, it, it leads to a better life, right? You know. Yeah, I guess it uh, depends on where you're at. Like, in yeah, <laughs> it's a tough. I mean, it's, it's one one. of those. It's it's a really really interesting thing, and it's a really interesting concept too. Just religion in general. Mm. Like, you can get sucked down the wormhole and talking about that for a real long time. <laughs> right. Um. And and for me, like, I'm never gonna be someone that like pushes with my religion or anything. You on don't anyone. seem like that kind of guy. No, and I don't oh. think that's something that you should. I think one thing that really, really helped me. And one thing that led me to living a Christian lifestyle was actually looking at other people and seeing them like, why is that guy always happy? 
Why Whoa. is that guy always smiling? Whoa. Why is that guy always nice to me? You know, what is going on? Yeah. And then like asking those questions and getting to know those people. I think that, I think that's something that maybe, uh, you know, gives, like I said, the bad stereotype to religious people maybe sometimes is there are people out there on, you know, with signs yelling yeah. at you, you're going to go to hell and all that stuff. That's tough to hear. It's, it's, yeah, it's not, it's not normally a thing of like, oh, okay, maybe I should listen to this guy. Right. I think, I think if everyone just continued to like live their life and if you're a Christian, you know, for the most part, from what I've seen, you know, if you're really following Jesus Christ, your life's going to be pretty good. Like you're going to enjoy life. And I think that like, it kind of has like an aurora, uh, aurora, 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 aurora borealis. You can see I did really bad on my English, uh, uh, SAT, but you're I a great conversationalist. More of, I was more of a math guy. Minus two words, you've really nailed. Yeah, it. there's a couple. You've couple nailed words. all the other definitions. Oh, I had Brody. all the other. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, what I'm saying is like that. That's what really kind of led me to it is seeing people around that had the, a, a strong faith and being like, "Dang, that's something I want to have." Right. You know, and then I love that. You gotta go find it yourself. That's the power of attraction, I guess. Yeah. So, and, and actually, sort of golf doesn't have that in a lot of ways. Like, like for a long time, you said you know you would post a video about golf, everyone would be like thumbs down. Why? Why does golf not have that power of attraction? And what's about to happen? Because you're cool, and you play golf. So how did that? You know, I'm cool. Yeah. And I play golf, um, and there are getting there are more. I think I don't know. I don't know if it was you know one of these things where. Uh, just the way the whole golf structure was in the past really made it to be where you had to have money, power, right, or uh, notoriety or whatever it was, and if you weren't, you were scoffed at. Yeah, you know, I think, uh, like I said, like the more you can open up something for everyone and say, hey, yeah, you might not want to play on the PGA Tour. Hey, you might not want to play on a mini tour. But because wait, is your goal? What did, do you have a golf goal? So my golf goal is to try to get as good as possible. I like it. That's my golf goal. That's, that's open-ended. It's very open-ended. I'd like something a little bit more concrete. It's I, I think as I kind of go, I'll have more of a long-term goal. That's were, my only long-term goal. I have a lot of short-term goals. You, were, you played college, uh, high school golf. I played for one year. And then now you've been serious about golf for the past three months. Three months. And you've already, you've already, you do have a, you established a handicap yet? It's around a one. I mean, come on. Around a one. Like y'all. I was saying, I have a really good coach. You have, a, you have a good coach, but you're an athlete and you're, and you're and focused. You got to work hard. Yeah. You, yeah. It's, 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 it's like anything in life, right? Like if you really want something bad, you can work at it. And, and, um, obviously you need to have a certain skill set and whatnot, but, are we in? Well, we're getting text messages. Did Hang we just on. Get a text that say we're in. I got. I got. Um, everyone's saying meet in lobby at three forty-five. We're outside. Yeah, we just got passed. We missed we're the T twenty-one. You know what? Honestly, big smiles on my end. You like that? Yeah, because it would have been we... nice to get some cash. <sighs> would have been. I think we're gonna miss the cut by one. That's. I'm sucks. not gonna lie. It's that one three putt. We're we're literally gonna miss the cut by one. Ah, no, never mind. We won't. We'll miss it by. T- we'll miss it by two. Jeez. That makes me feel better though. Two, two is better than one. one. Yeah, Brody wants to really lose. Because I had a really, really bad putt. I left, I left you with three difficult. He did leave me with like six footers, like three, like like a six footer for par, like sliders, sliders. And you made two of them. One was like an eight, maybe a seven or one was almost the same length (laughs) as my putt. It was so hard. Like mine was almost the. I kind of like 
got like a little peripheral view of it, and I was yeah. like, dang. Because we were basically putting the same putt as the, I just did. The alternate shot. Bro, you, you know what, though, really? My my takeaway is, like, number one, I want to get better at putting. Number two, I want whoops, I want to bang the table. Number two, I want to get better at putting. No, that's number one. Number yeah. two, I want to do this again. I want to do some type of putting game again. I'm in. Yeah. Like I said, the first day, I never wanted to see a putter or a putting green Ugh. or anything. It was a grind. For so long. But now, I'm like, I kind of got the itch. Yeah. Um, I tell you what. Let's wrap this up. Okay. Um, everybody, uh, check out this. Uh, we're going to... Once the sun sets over here and lost wages, uh, Brody and I are going to jump the fence over here at the win. Are you down? Are you down? Yeah, I think I think we I think we grab three clubs. Three clubs, putter, maybe maybe four clubs. Like putter. Wedge. I got a bag. I'm just throwing a bag in. Yeah, but I saw your bag. Your bag is like like versatile. <laughs> it's a quiver. You could run with that bag. Yeah, exactly. I have a tour staff bag. Don't bring that. I don't want to bring. Just that. throw your clubs in my bag. Okay, I'm going to bring like three did, clubs. Colt, did we get glow sticks and stuff? Glow balls. Oh, we have glow. Yes, okay. that's actually crucial because I was gonna say I'm I'm a, I'm a player that as soon as I hit the ball, yeah, I sometimes have no idea where it you is. You will not lose these balls. These we can. And the did we get time. a frisbee? We've got a frisbee and we can put glow sticks on it. On the frisbee. I don't know if you want to do that. You that's gonna mess up. It might mess up the uh, aerodynamic of the frisbee. But we could I'm, pour I'm the glow juice on the frisbee. Ooh, there's already a light in it. There's oh, you got a light up frisbee. <laughs> oh, you got the light up frisbee. No, I no, mean, light up frisbees aren't bad actually. You I would just like to see good. it. I would just like to see it. Yeah, I would like a quick we could do frisbee like, lesson. We could do like closest to the pin. You hit a golf ball from forty. I'll throw a frisbee. Or what we could do is we could throw the frisbee and then hit golf balls at the frisbee because we can't see the flag. The fence is high. I just want to put that out there. You did see the oh, fence. No, Colt saw the fence. Wait, is it? I cased the joint. Does it not look good? What about the waterfall entrance? Is there like a sneaky grotto? At the grotto. I mean, there's a waterfall right there. Is there Swimming a, in. Is there a couple, you know, rocks that we can kind of skip maybe we across? Should, maybe we should just um, parachute. Maybe we should parachute in. Through the hotel might be Dark Horse walking with clubs. What is Dark Horse? This is the fifth time you mentioned okay. it. I don't know what it is. All right, I'll do a quick, quick story on Dark Horse because I know you're saying let's wrap this up. We quick, can, I mean, you know, whatever. I mean, I'm not going anywhere. Some of the best podcasts are way more than an hour. We got. Play. <laughs> I mean, we did just get cut. We have. We did not, just get cut. We have no professional golf to play. By the way, what were you going to do if you had to become a professional to make that money? Wait, say that again. If Sorry. we won today and we earned money, we would have to lose our amateur status. Oh, that's what I heard. Yeah, which I, you know, I didn't really think about as a big deal, but it's kind of big though, because then you can't play in like scrambles and stuff. It's big. You need to then request your amateur status back. Yeah. I'm not Which, a pro. Yeah, I'm not either. I'm a, pro, I'm a professional entertainer. but I've beaten two pros, though. Really? Austin? Yeah. What? Who, no, no, you Austin is... No. Austin's okay. gangster right now. All right. Profe- let, me just, let me make this clear. Professional golf, golfer, no. is like here. Right. Like, PGA Tour golfers are like... Yeah, so he's got out, one like hand... Out, out of, yeah, out of frame. He's of got the, one hand at his at his chest, and the other hand is, is getting close to the ceiling as he yeah. can. Yeah, I mean, it's like... I mean, he like I said, he literally... Hit he hit four so I played with Austin Cook. I did a course. It's a great video on YouTube. You gotta check it out. Good video on YouTube. We played nine holes. We showed up at the course. It had rained it had rained so much that the driving range was closed. He hit like five six irons. Didn't stretch at all. I didn't see any sort of stretching. Five six irons. Goes on to birdie the first four holes. I think the longest birdie putt he had was four feet. Whoa. Like just (laughs) like just driver on the like driver every time, fairway, wedge. Four feet. Gangster. And just like, it's like, man, okay. So good I'm at golf. I'm not that good at golf. Um, but yeah, so 
What were we talking about? Professional golf? Um, or what were we saying? I don't even know. Oh, Dark Horse. Dark Horse. Dark Horse. Dark Horse. All right. So everyone knows what Dark Horse means. And it started in uh, race horsing. Okay. Okay. Horse racing. Did I say race horsing? See, that's what I was saying. <laughs> yeah. English, not great. I like horse race horsing. Racing. I like race horsing. Race horsing sounds good too. So it started in there, obviously. Dark Horse is the horse that was like had the outside chance of winning. Right. Got right? it. Oh, so I see. Okay. It's not the, the horse that's got the three to one odds. It's right. the horse that's got the 25 yeah. to one odds. Unfortunately, this is a racially charged statement, but it's okay. It's not Wait, your fault. Wait, how's that racially charged? Well, I don't know. It's sort of like the light horse is better. I don't know. I'm there kidding. was I'm no joking. such thing as light horse. No such thing. Okay, no, got it. just got the it. dark horse. And then it. It, and then it kind of got it kind of switched over to March Madness. So you okay. hear it a lot with like Cinderella stories. Like this is the dark horse team of the tournament. I right. Or, or someone says, "Hey, I this is my dark horse pick." Right. Like the pick that they might win, but they probably aren't going to. Right. Right. Okay. Right. Outside so, chance. Yeah. So we were doing March Madness, and I picked. Uh, this is back. In, I don't remember what this was, but this was back when Michigan State was really, really good. They were a one seed. They weren't the one overall seed, but they were the one seed. Right. Okay. In their bracket, and I had them going to the Final Four, and I was like, Dark Horse Michigan State Final Four, and everyone's like, No, it's not a Dark Horse pick. And I was like, No, that's that's a Dark Horse pick. <laughs> right and so from there i was like dude we're, let's just i was like me and my buddy chris were like dude let's just start we didn't even have this conversation but in our heads we we're like this is kind of a sweet word we need to use this more it, it really is a good phrase so like we would go to a test that we didn't study for and we'd come home and you know because we all lived we had like a frisbee house that like seven dudes on the team all lived in that right? sounds like a great tv show it, it, a lot of stuff went down. I won't tell you the nickname of the house because it's you know family friendly. So um, we would <laughs> I, come I back am and finding out. We'd come back and they would be like, "Dude, how'd you do on your test?" I'd be like, "Dude, I straight dark horsed it. <laughs> straight dark horsed it." Meaning like I might have gotten an A, right? But I probably got an F. Yeah, you, the chances was, of you doing well are very low. Very low, but. Right. We dark horsed it. So we were dark so horses like today, in today we straight dark horsed it. I think so. Like we went out and no we shot three under in the front the first round. Yeah. And everyone was like, ah, eh, these guys suck. And then we shot twelve under on the next two. We were the yeah, and we were second best round of the day in round two. And we sh- we rose thirty two spots. We literally are dark horses. We were the dark, dark horse. horse eye. Yeah. Dark horse. Yeah, so you can just, you know, if someone's if someone's like, yo, dude, you wanna uh you wanna jump over and play some golf on this illegal golf course tonight, I'd be like, Dark horse. That sounds like a dark horse move. Yeah, be like dark horse. Um and with that everybody, we'll see you in the showers. Thanks for the joining course me, is Brody. On fire? There seems to be a fire adjacent to the course. We're not sure. This is that this is be, that, this that, is a fire. That could be our lead in. There seems to be some type of fire. That could be our lead in. Yeah. Do we have fireman suits? Yeah. So with that, I've already said it once, but we will see you guys in the showers and or on YouTube and or on Instagram. Brody, uh, any links you want to throw out? Your your Instagram is Brody. Uh, just search Brody or Frisbee. Literally Brody comes up. Or Frisbee. Yeah, it's Brody Smith 21 on pretty much. Pulp everything. Fiction. You got to love Pulp Fiction. My Brody Smith Golf, though, is my YouTube channel. Brody Smith Golf. Golf. Got it. Yeah. Uh, I feel like I could talk to you forever. I'm sure we'll talk again. We'll do podcast number two at some point. Podcast sure. number two. I'm excited for that. And, um, you know, whatever. We'll hang. All right. Everybody, take care. Bye. Any questions for me? Oh, do I? I, I now I question you? That's Should one that? thing. No, that's one thing I forgot to do. It's like a lot of times I'm like, do you have a question for me? But it's more of a joke. Usually everyone oh, says no. Podcast number, I actually have a lot, but we'll do podcast number two. <laughs> we'll, keep, we'll keep you on the cliffhanger. I think you should start a podcast. Yeah. Okay, we'll get into all yeah. this later, everybody. Have a great, uh, great week, everybody. See you soon. In the showers.